people call me the world's best bargain hunter. I call them with my Kogan Mobile monthly plan. Unlimited talk, text, and 10 gigs for $15. Talk about a bargain. KoganMobile.com.au. T's and C's apply. Welcome back to Giddy Up. We are live from Oakland's Junction as we get set for the English Premier Yearling Sale, which kicks off, of course, on Sunday. Um, and if you follow this man, Dean Evans from Winning Edge Investments, you'd be able to rock up here on Sunday at Oakland's Junction at the Premier Yearling Sale for Inglis and purchase a yearling because simply he didn't miss on Saturday. Little bros in the blue diamond. He was all over Animo. He was potting in secret. Um, it was a complete fill-up for our man Dean Evans. And he joins us now. Good morning, Dino. Congratulations, mate. That was a day to remember for you on the tip. Yeah, cheers, Gareth. We had uh, Mugger and Magic on the highway as well, so no, we yes. had a good, uh, good start. Little Bros was a little Bros was a great result. Uh, Blue Diamond, and uh, you know, nice start for the awesome, and, and hopefully we can kick on again with uh, another three nice Group Ones on Saturday. Let's have a look at the Canterbury Stakes first of all. This is the Group One, thirteen hundred metres. Wait for age there at Rural Randwick. Bet three six five market, of course. Bet three six five, the world's favourite online. Um, Bookmaker, make sure you gamble responsibly. One eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. We've got Cascadian at thirteen dollars, Atorius at seven dollars, Lombardo at thirteen dollars. Then we go down to Converge at thirty four, Old Flame at fifty to one, Quantico at forty one dollars. The odds on favourites Imperatrice at a dollar ninety five, Electric Girl at eight fifty, and then Golden Mile at six dollars. What are you doing here, Dino? Yeah, interesting little race, tricky little race. Um... You know, it's sort of that early Group One um, for the autumn for the Sydney horses. Uh, a lot of first up runners, more than half the field first up here, um, and, and usually the winners are sort of first, second, third up. Um, on pace is, is pretty strong here. Seven of the last nine winners have been in the in the first three and running. Um, and my speed map here has this as a very very slow speed. So I think that's what's interesting about this race. I've got sort of you know electric girl. Uh, Lombardo, Peritrees, um and Kerwin's Lane sort of pushing forward. Um, you know, I think Old Flame, Golden Mile, Converge will sort of be um, jockeying for positions, trying to get forward of midfield as well. Um, but some of the horses, you know, that are, that are obviously in the market and good horses like Artorius, Cascadian, uh, Quantico and Argentia, they're just going to get a long way back. Um, and I'm just not sure if it's going to suit them there. So... Um, you know, I'm looking for those runners that are going to be on pace. Obviously, Imperatrice uh, odds on at the moment. Mark Walker bring them over from her over from New Zealand on, on sort of three Group Ones in the last year or so. Very, very good mare. Um, but you know, very short. And I sort of think of La Creek uh, in the spring, who, who came over um, a mare from New Zealand with a big boom and uh, didn't manage to run a place at, at very short odds. So I'm, I'm going to bet around Imperatrice. Um, I, I think Lombardo, who won the Goodwood um, a couple of starts back, is just going to, you know, hop straight in the bunny. I'm sure they'll have uh, him fit first up. Um, and he may well prove hard to run down at sort of $13, $14. Uh, Electric Girl maps really nicely, just like she did in the Millie Fox that she won first up. Uh, she's going to get a really soft run. Um, and she's sort of double-figure odds as well at around $10, $11. Um, and, and the Bolter that I think is a, a very good horse, but trialled awfully, and that's probably reflected in price. It's sort of uh, 50 to 1 plus, but um, Old Flame has won first up uh, its last two preps. 
Um, it was really impressive at Flemington over the, uh, the Spring Carnival winning the Lithgow Stakes uh, by 1.6 lengths and beat the likes of uh, Poland and, and Ironclad and uh, World Planet. So, you know, I, I think that Old Flame um, could be a Group 1 horse uh, and it's probably just a question of, of how fit he is, but given he's only had a 100-day break and he's won first up his last two preps, um, I thought he was one that seemed to be well over the odds in a race where I just have to risk the likes of Artorias Cascading and Argentia, who are, who are the class horses, but are just going to get a long way back on a slow pace. So we're backing Lombardo at $13, Old Flame at 50 to 1, and Electric Girl at $8.50. Yeah, I think I'll be having Perfect. something on those three and, and hoping that Imperatrice gets beat. Rainwick Guineas, we've got, this is a beauty as well, Mansoy's at $26, Ospapenko at four sixty, the Hobartville winner, Aft Cabin at two seventy, Zoo Tiger tongue tie on first time at six dollars. Johnny O'Shea happy with him. James Mc, James Cummings and James McDonald over the moon with Aft Cabin when we've had a chat to them this week. And then we go out to a horse like um, Machalate at ten dollars, Williamsburg at nineteen, Communist at nineteen, Linda Man at seventeen, Attrition. Likely to stay in Melbourne and Victoria at eleven dollars, and then big prizes for the rest. How do you read this year's Randwick Guineas? Yeah, look, always a quality race. The Autumn Sun, it's a done deal. Shadow Hero, Times Royal Machine, uh, winners in, in recent times, so it's, it, it always throws up a very good horse. Uh, look, it's been reasonably easy to find a winner of this race um, from a historical perspective. Every win has come off a fourteen-day break in the last of the eleven years. Have all come out of the, the Hobartville Stakes lead-up. Um, and they've all run well in that race uh, in the lead-up. Um, and then the winners have usually proven they're also up to Group 1's grade in the spring. So, so usually these horses have already had a, a Group 1 run in the spring um, and, and proven that they can they can run well at that sort of grade. Um, so it's a, a fairly similar sort of profile. A couple of leaders in the last 11 years, but apart from that, the winners have usually come from sort of 5th to 13th, so off the pace and, and running home strongly. Um I've got a question mark about our cabin, to be honest, Gareth. I think um, okay. you know, one that one that Corfield did his prelude last trip by 4.3 lengths, and I think everyone sort of raced him on that run. You won one over 1,200 first up at the Group V level, then he was a bit flat second up in the Hobart. Well, he did do a bit of work uh, running first beat in 2.4 lengths, but I just have a look at the sectionals, and, and, and I think that the source might actually be more of a six furlong, sort of seven furlong sprinter. In time, I, I don't think he's going to prove to be a miler from what I see. Um, you know, the sectionals, even when he won uh, the Caulfield Guineas Prelude, um, and what he's done is most of his starts sort of suggest that, um, you know, he's, he's a fast horse with, with plenty of talent and a really good colt. But um, I'm not sure that a strong mile is going to be what uh, he excels at in his career going forward. So I'm going to have to bet around him. I think, you know, Ossipenko, Drew Ryden, of course, in his last cap, which is his fourth start. It'll back absolutely flew home for third, only beaten half a length and around the quickest uh, late sectionals of the race. And the Hobart Bill uh, was just very strong. Um, you know, ran very strong late sectionals uh, and, and and just looked like he was going to get even better once he gets over to a mile. Uh, I think he's the one to beat. Zoo Tiger, you mentioned, third in the, the Golden Rose last prep. Uh, second in the Eskimo Prince first up and then beating the nose in the Hobart Bill. You mentioned the tongue tie. John O'Shea uh, has a 35% record with horses at the tongue-tie first time and 100% POT. So um, I, I think Zoo Tiger is the one who's going to get a really nice run um, from his draw and, and map very well and, and prove hard to beat. 
Uh, and so they are the two that I'm, I'm keen to back, keen to back off of Penko. Uh, I think is a very strong chance, and, and, and Zoo Tiger, uh, the key danger, and, and I just have to bet around Afcabin. Don't you love it that you've been waiting for Afcabin? He's one of your favourite horses, and you can't wait to see him in the Randwick Guineas, and then we get our old mate Dean Evans that just puts water all over the <laughs> fire that we've had with Afcabin. Um, you just dampened my spirits a little bit, Dino, and the way that you went last week, it's really hard to get... Um, it's really hard to take what you just said about F Cabin, but for the first time, I hope you're wrong just a little bit, but I can't wait for it anyway, the Randwick Guineas, and that's why this, and you're right about it in secret, by the way, last week. So it's going to be a beauty, a fascinating clash there in the Randwick Guineas. And then in Melbourne, we've got the Australian Guineas. Chackano's at $2.30 is the strong favourite for this Group 1 feature at Flemington. We've got Elliptical at six fifty. Mr. Maestro on the quick backup at $21.00. Amendable, good push from Michael Kent Jr. Now, he's confident with Jack and O, but he says Amendable will run a big race for D. Oliver at $13. Allington Road at $26. Holly Mann's at $19. Attrition for Mitchell Freeman at $8.50. And then the filly from New Zealand, Legato, is kept safe at $10. How do you see this year's Australian Guineas, Dean? Yeah, I like the round of Guineas. You know, throws up plenty of good horses. We've got her top two, Alligator Blood. Uh, Palantino, Hey Doc, Machine Shamus Award win this race. So, uh, you know, plenty of high quality three year olds here. Um, <clears throat> interesting compared to the Randwick Guineas, this is more of an on pace race. So, the last 10 years, five of the winners have been settled in the first three in the run. Uh, nine of the 10 settled in the first of the eight in the run. So, sort of forward of uh, midfield generally because it's usually a capacity field. And only one settled back. So, uh, a real sort of on-pace dominated race. Ten of the last 11 winners ran in the first three at their last start and were beaten under two lengths. Um, and sort of, they've, they've all sort of run at that 1,400 metre um, uh, run the start before, usually the key that lead up to CSA stakes. So, uh, again, quite a lot of sort of historical um, alignment with this race in terms of where you find the winners from. Um, above average speed sort of here, Maximilius and, and Lindemann push forward. Uh, Alcaton Road, Holy Man, the Fortune Teller um, will all push forward. And then Japanese Emperor, Muscle Meister on Bankmore will all do so as well. Probably those latter three aiming not to get caught wide without cover. Uh, you think elliptical electrician Jack and Owen Muramasa can sort of worse in midfield, which isn't ideal. Um, and, and a minimal, you mentioned their legato, the Kiwi, very talented, purchase circle and lace up here. They're just going to get a long way back. And historically, uh, it makes it very tough uh, to win this race. Um, you know, the obviousness of Jack and O, the Group 1 Golden Rose winner, uh, only beaten less than two lengths in Everest, and has won uh, versus first up runs in the CF4. Um, but, you know, he's drawn wide, and, and there's a chance that he's going to have to get back worse than midfield, which, again, is not always ideal in this race. Elliptical and photo seconds in the, in the Caulfield Guineas and the Spring Champion last prep back sort of um, and wide in the CS. Hayes stakes and, and just finished really strongly to win. Very, very impressive late sectionals. Rates very highly here. The good draw now means Blake Shin's going to be able to push him uh, forward and I think he's going to be able to sit forward of midfield. Uh, he did run on pace um, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the spring champion once he got up to 2,000 metres. Uh, so I think he can settle closer. Um, and a couple that just fit the right profile, Gareth, in terms of you know running well over, over 1,400 uh, last start and, and, and being on pace of the two Karamar horses of the Fortune Teller. I think he lacked mm-hmm. the class of some of these, but he's got the right trainer jockey combo and maps well. 
uh, and he was there about from Handy Race's last prep. Um, and Holly Mans was another on pace, so just maps really nicely um, and was only beaten ahead by elliptical last start. And, and they just seem to be the horses that, um, you know, run well in this race. We had a lot of time for some very talented horses that were then going to win, you know, good races, attrition, you know, hugely impressive. And the C.S. Hayes last start flew home plus 5.5 the last 600, which is the second quickest of the race. And Legato uh, over from New Zealand, who, who, you know, is a real, real star horse, won a group one over there by five lengths. Um, and, and, you know, probably unlucky not to be unbeaten, but uh, a very, very good filly. Um, so there's some good handy horses here. Muramasa, who I think could well, you know, once he gets up to 2,000 metres and, and, and to the derby distances, um, you know, we were, we were all seeing him as a Group One horse as well. So it's a it's a hot field, Gareth. But um, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna again, you know, take on the favourite Jack and I. I just think he is going to get back, um, and you know, he's the class horse of the race. But uh, I think Elliptical can can map uh, a little bit better than Jack and O, and 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 may be very hard to run down. I'm going to have a little something at big odds on the Holy Mounds and the Fortune Teller, just the way the race shapes up and and the way historically uh, those horses that are you know, the strong milers that can sit on pace in this race often prove hard to run down and, and you can get some uh, nice price winners in this race. So uh, elliptical hauling man's in the fortune teller for me. Now, the whisper when you've arrived here at Oakland's Junction um, from a few of the team there at Mara and Eustace, Holy Man's has been absolutely flying since just going down to elliptical there the other day. So if you like him each way, I think I might have a dollar each way at $19 and four twenty with Holy Man's for Kiramar, David Eustace, and Mark Sauer, elliptical currently at that $6.50 quote. Great stuff as always, Dean. Um, do you have a best bet outside of those features that we just had a chat about? Uh, there's probably a couple, one at Flemington, one at Randwick. At, at, at Flemington, there's a, there's a fully good Wild Bell um, that uh, Trials Star members have backed uh, a few times, and, and she's, yep. she's run some exceptional times in trials and, and really impressive horse from WA uh, who comes to, to Flemington for the first time. Um, you know, I think she's a very speedy, uh, impressive filly and sort of $3.60. Um, I think she might be too quick for these at Flemington. Uh, and at Randwick in, in the Todman, um, very clean on, on, on cylinder. Uh, it's a horse that we backed, uh, first up to win the silver slipper. I think red resistance is very, very speedy, but the, you know, the 1200, um, is going to be interesting empire of Japan, very talented cult as well. Um, and, uh, but, um, you know, you get a feeling that coming back from the Magic Millions, you'll be getting back and running home really strongly and, and preparing for the slipper. I think the one that uh, might just get a really nice okay. run outside the leader and, and prove too strong could be could be Cylinder and, and um, you know, may well look to be uh, one of the hardest horses to beat in the gold slipper, I suggest. So you would say that the people that got on at $67 with Cylinder with Bet365 would be a good bet? They'll be, they'll be very, very happy with themselves oh, at the moment, I'd say, Gareth. Yes. <laughs> That's what the Bet365 um, family and, of course, Giddy Up's family. We, we had our Futures Cup, Dino, and in my team, I had a team of four and I chose the driver, James Cummings' driver, and he tipped us into Cylinder at $67. He said it, it'll win the slipper, silver slipper, and it'll win the golden slipper. And he's hopefully he's right on the money, yes. Um, yeah, and then you've just given me so much confidence now. Because um, you've usually been potting these dolphin horses, but when you're actually cheering one home, um, I'm on board. You're a good man, yeah, Dean. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> you were sensational yesterday, brother. Um, for your full set of tips, and we've got a great deal for our SEN Giddy Up family. So if we go to the website um, and we go to the members section and we type in 
SEN. We get 50% off. It's a lifetime 50% off um, winning edge investment services. Is that right? Yeah, 50% ongoing discount for life for, for any new <laughs> member, uh, SEN listener that joins. And, and my services is trial by, but there's plenty of other services from professional punters um, and, and also uh, um, expert uh, pro punters across sports like NRL and AFL as we get into the footy season two, all proven results recorded, verified, uh, published on the website every day and social media um, and just proven winners across the board. Sensational, Dino. Good luck tomorrow, mate. Thanks for your time. Same to you, mate. Cheers. There's Dean Evans from Winning Edge Investments. We'll take a break. On the other side of it, Nick Ashman will be joining me.